Hello, this is a bit of an emergency podcast of Scavengers Horde. Um, an emergency in the good sense, um, because we have had the announcement about the start of episode 9 filming, and I was so beside myself upon seeing this that I was just like, Kirsty, we need to podcast! And <laughs> Kirsty was very cooperative, bless her. So. Yeah, luckily we were both available, so... Yeah, it worked Let's out well. Exactly, because seriously, without this, then I don't think we'll be recording this weekend, besides this, um, because we're going to be meeting on person, and uh, because we're going to be meeting in person on Sunday, rather than recording yay. a podcast, so yay! <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, best of both worlds, we get to meet in person, you also get a podcast, everyone wins. Um, <laughs> right, so I'm going to read out this earth-shattering announcement. So, Star Wars Episode Nine cast announced... Returning and new cast members will join together for the final installment of the Skywalker Saga. Emo! <laughs> Anxiety triggered. For now. <laughs> it wouldn't make a very good press release, would it? No, <laughs> they just put they, they have to commit to it. It's the final one. It's episode nine. Yeah. It's like, okay, whatever you say, guys. Mm. Right. <laughs> okay. Star Wars Episode Nine will begin filming at London's Pinewood Studios on August 1st, 2018. J.J. Abrams returns to direct the final instalment of the Skywalker Saga. Abrams co-wrote the screenplay with Chris Terrio. Returning cast members include Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Lupita Nyong'o, Donald Gleeson, Kelly Marie Tran, Yuna Suotamo, and Billy Lord. Joining the cast of Episode Nine are Naomi Aki and Richard E. Grant, who'll be joined by veteran Styles actors Mark Hamill, Anthony Daniels, and Billy D. Williams, who will reprise his role as Lando Calrissian. The role of Leia Organa will once again be played by Carrie Fisher, using previously unreleased footage shot for Star Wars: The Force Awakens. We desperately loved Carrie Fisher, says Abrams, finding a truly satisfying conclusion to the Skywalker saga without her eluded us. We were never going to recast or use a CG character. With the support and blessing from her daughter, Billy, we have found a way to honour Carrie's legacy and role as Leia in Episode 9 by using unseen footage we shot together in Episode 7. Composer John Williams, who has scored every chapter in the Star Wars saga since 1977's A New Hope, will return to a galaxy far, far away with Episode 9. Star Wars Episode 9 will be produced by Kathleen Kennedy, J.J. Abrams and Michelle Rejouan, an executive produced by Callum Green and Jason McGatlin. The crew includes Dan Mindel, director of photography, Rick Carter and Kevin Jenkins, co-production designers, Michael Kaplan, costume designer, Neil Scanlon, creature and droid FX, Marion Brandon and Stephen Grube, editors, Roger Goyet, VFX supervisor, Tommy Gormley, first AD, and Victoria Mahoney, second unit director. Release is scheduled for December 2019. Whew. Oh boy. <laughs> so yeah, lots and lots going on with this. Um, where do you even want to begin, Kirsty? I guess the the big surprise is the Leia news. Yes. Because we had talked about all of the potential possibilities that we could see over the months, as everyone else has. Yes. Um, and they had ruled out CG very early on. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were recast rumours going for a long time. I know the, the rumour of Meryl Streep kept coming up. <laughs> yes. But this is so intriguing because it means they already had footage. They've obviously figured out a way to seamlessly fit that into the new script that they've written. Yes. And I'm just very interested to see how that's going to go. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think about 
what they could use. Like, my, obviously, this is extremely premature. This news literally broke like 15 minutes ago. But my mind is going to that conversation between Leia and Han at the Resistance base. Because obviously, there's lots of discussion of Ben and like how they lost him and stuff. And I don't know, maybe there's scenes we have absolutely no idea what they're about and they don't fit into our prior understanding of The Force Awakens. But right now, if they want material with Carrie that is relevant to the Skywalker saga and the lineage, then I, I'm kind of thinking about that area. Mm. I'm wondering if there's extra stuff that they shot with Carrie and Daisy as well. Mm. Um, because, you know, in the TFA novelization, yes. um, there's more time between those two characters at the end. And they are talking about Ben there, actually. Yes, And she's true. like, you won't, you won't end up like Hassan and all that. And I don't know if they filmed anything in that capacity. But it's just interesting to think about all the different aspects of that story that they could have shot extra Leia footage for. Yeah. Um, but it does indicate to me that Leia is not going to play a huge part in this movie like we first thought. Yeah. No, that's true. They obviously had to adjust their plans because we've known that the goal was to have it be Leia's movie. And of course, if they're restricted in this way, she can't really be fully present in the way that she obviously would if she was still with us. But it's nice that she will at least have some kind of presence. And yeah, yeah I appreciate that. And yeah, I'm just so fascinated to see how it's managed and what they actually do with it. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah. And obviously what they have has Billy's blessing. And it's great to see that Billy's going to be back for it too. Yes, definitely. Um, Gosh, like in terms of other things... Um, the new actors, I, I think Richard E. Grant is obviously the one that stands out first because who doesn't know who Richard E. Grant is? He's a legend. <laughs> um, I think of him for like Doctor Who appearances. I think he was a villain in one of the David Tennant episodes or maybe a Matt Smith one. I'm not sure, but definitely in the rebooted Doctor Who. Um, and I think he was also in The Curse of Fatal Death. <laughs> Which is like a He's Doctor with Who Nail parody. I've never seen With Nail and I. <gasps> it's one of my favourite films. I, 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 I should so watch much. it. I really should and, watch it. Yeah, I mean, he just has such brilliant range. So mm. I won't be making any predictions about what kind of character he he is until we have more information because he can do anything. Yeah. I, I do think that Richard E. Grant is one of those actors who's... I think in the public consciousness, I think he's generally thought of as like a villainous type of actor, like in terms of the roles he's most associated with, like apart from with Nell and I, um, well, well, he's not a villain in that, is he? <laughs> no, <laughs> he's the main character and with Nell is very complicated and pathetic and funny and very sad, but <laughs> I'm so he's not sorry a villain. I'm being offensive to your favourite film. <laughs> no, you're not offensive, I'm just... <laughs> People should watch with Nell and I. No, I should. Well, it's good we've been able to turn this into a PSA. Um, but yeah, like when I think of Richard E. Grant, I do think of villain roles. But again, like Kirsty said, it's a trap to make assumptions at this stage because we know literally nothing about the role he might be playing. And everyone, when Max von Sydow was announced as part of The Force Awakens, everyone was like, oh, he'll be the main bad guy. He'll be an <laughs> Imperial officer. And of course, he's Law Santeca and he's in it for like a minute I think he would make a fantastic First Order officer and they had Adrian Ebenson in a similar role and, you know, you have these stars of British comedy. Yeah. So 
anything's possible. Exactly. I hope it's a substantial role. I hope it's not just like a sort of camp glorified cameo or minus. I feel like role. it will be if they're announcing it this early. A big role, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'd but say certainly significant, but yes. Obviously, they're also announcing Mark. Yes. So definitely, that's a big deal. Force Ghost Luke. Yep. At first, I didn't see his name, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh shit, people are gonna be writing." <laughs> but sound like you would have been anticipating that. <laughs> like you mean I would have enjoyed it? Yeah. I, I do kind of enjoy like Live the shit the show that is Star Wars fandom sometimes. <laughs> No, of course we're getting Luke. Yeah, he's too no. popular. They have to bring him back. Of course, it should surprise absolutely no one, basically. But yeah, still, it's reassuring to see it there, and I'm sure a lot of people will breathe a sigh of relief as a result of this. See you around, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he has uh, to deliver on that threat. <laughs> definitely. Um, have you seen Naomi Aki in anything? No, so I was just doing some research on her and she was in Lady Macbeth from mm-hmm. 2016. She wasn't playing the, the title role, mm. but I'm going to check it out now. And she was in Doctor Who as well. She was in yeah. um, that Raven episode with Clara. Yeah, I have seen both the Doctor Who episode she was in and I've seen them, Lady but Macbeth. I just don't remember her. So I'm going to have to go back and check them out. Yeah, she was a servant girl in Lady Macbeth. Okay. Yeah, um, like I remember her being decent, but obviously it was like a minor supporting role. So you're not like, wow, that's amazing. So it's <laughs> not like a super intense role. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's interesting to have new talents. And Doctor Who, you pretty much get every British <laughs> actor and actress goes through Doctor Who at some point. It's like being in Casualty, it's a rite of passage. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> if you're like a British actor, you can basically get like a bingo card and you can like list the names of particular shows that you've probably been in at some point in your career. Like Doctors, mm-hmm. Casualty, uh, Doctor Who, um, maybe Robin Hood, I'm not sure. You know, you you get the drill. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just very funny. It's like a rite of passage. Um, yeah, I don't know if people are aware that Captain Panaka from The Phantom Menace is still on Holby City. I, I'm trying to process this in my mind. Whoa. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hugh Quashi. He's He's still there. Yeah. That's a lot for my tiny brain to process. <laughs> Um, right, so in terms of other aspects of this, I also wanted to point out that I'm really, really happy to see Kelly's name here. Me too. Yeah, like... Rose, are we back? Yeah, like, I don't think there was ever any real question of it, to be honest. I would have been shocked if she wasn't in it. But, I don't know, I guess there's always that lingering doubt in the back of your mind. Uh, It's just good to see it, isn't it? Um, Yeah. Especially in light of all of the crap that has gone down with people in fandom being absolutely disgusting towards Kelly. Yes. So it's like, yes, we're going to see her and we'll all love Rose. Yeah. It'll be good. Exactly. So I'm happy to see her back. Everyone else, I mean, I guess Maz is going to be back. Yeah. So I guess that was kind of up in the air. We're not sure about that. That's a good point. I I think that Lupita either has like a rock solid contract where it's like you are always prominent regardless of how much screen time you actually get. I mean, she's an Oscar winner, so. Yeah, I think she has a really good contract because she's above Donald Gleeson. And I'd be surprised if Mars were more prominent than Hux. It's possible. It may well be the case, but yeah, I would just. That's what happens when you win an Oscar. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You have that clout. Um. Yeah. Oh, Phasma's and- really dead. 
Yes, that's true. No Gwendolyn Christie. I'm actually really happy about that. <laughs> oh, same. Mean. I love Gwendolyn. Yeah. But Phasma, no, she's done. Yeah, no, I think it would have just been ridiculous at this point if they'd tried to bring her back again. It's like, please, please move on. Please, mm-hmm. I beg you. So, yeah, that's a relief. And of course, they've confirmed Billy Dee. So. Yeah, exactly. Again, I don't think we were in any doubt about that after all the solid reports and everything, but it's very nice to see it so official as this. It doesn't get more official than StarWars.com. Exactly. Yeah. In terms of um, Naomi Aki's casting, um, I did just quickly want to bring up an old report from that hashtag show, which is from April this year. And basically they seem to be reporting on the role that is probably the role that Naomi's got. Of course, I'm making assumptions, but it seems likely. And yeah, so I just wanted to read out the relevant part from the That Hashtag Show article. Cast and director Nina Gold is on the hunt for an ethnic female with a strong preference for an African-American, 18 to 26 years old, to portray a character by the name of Caro. Caro is described as having a captivating naturalness and ease to her manner. Caro is a leader and problem solver, smart with a great sense of humour and a strong will. All this comes to her effortlessly. So, again, like, it's not really a description of who the character is. It's more just a snapshot of the type of personality, I guess. And she sounds like a typical, like, Styles heroine, I'd say. Like, so nice and bright and perky and, like, funny and, yeah, all the things you'd expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense for that role to fit. But I guess we'll hear more soon, because once the casting is announced, you're more likely to get these little tidbits about what people have heard about the different roles, right? Yeah, that's true. And one surprising omission from the casting list is uh, Kerry Russell. Mm-hmm. Because obviously she was reported in the trades as being... It doesn't in- mean she won't be in it. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't mean she won't be in it. Um, Because I think the initial press release announcing the cast of um, The Force Awakens... I remember quite strongly, actually, there being controversy because Daisy was the only new female cast member and then Lupita and Gwendolyn were added later. Mm. So, yeah, there's plenty of time for new new cast members to be added to this. And I think in Hollywood, it's sometimes surprising to people how last minute these things are in terms of when people are brought on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people could still be negotiating now, right? Yeah, exactly. So it wouldn't surprise me if we get another follow-up announcement from this. I've just realised that they're going to be starting filming on a Wednesday. Is that abnormal? Um, I thought it would make most sense to start on Monday, but I guess it's not the end of the world. I don't know if they're working weekends, for example. I just thought August 1st sounded nice. It did sound nice. It It sounds very clean. I'm not so sure it's clean if you're working on the movie and you want like a nice, like clean start. But then again, I guess they would. They're probably all going to be there from Monday. Let's face it, because they need to like prep and stuff, like before the cameras actually start shooting. So. Oh yeah, I'm sure pre-production they've been setting things up for a while. To be honest. Yeah. No. Because don't we've already seen like Victoria Mahoney on Twitter. She's in London, they're they're working in offices and stuff. They might not be actually filming, but they're setting things up. Yeah, no, this is true. And um, she's also showed pictures of their gnarly Nokia phones. <laughs> yes. 
No smartphones on set. Yeah. I think JJ is like, nothing leaves the set. Nothing. He, he's remembering what happened with The Force Awakens. I'm sure he has so, many tra- so much trauma from that. Bless him. Yeah, but then again, he's announced Force Ghost Luke. Yeah, that's I, true. I thought they might want to keep that card a little close to their chest. Not that it's like too shocking, given that what, what we got in The Last Jedi, like we said, with they're kind of strongly hinting that he'll be back. Yes. But I still thought that might be like revealed later on. Yeah. Like, I think I thought that it would always be announced from the outset. So I think okay. they do want to like be like, don't worry, guys. It's okay. Luke's back. Luke's back. You still have Luke. He might be mm-hmm. spiritual. He might be on another realm of existence, but he's definitely involved. <laughs> so relax, breathe. So, yeah. So I do think it will comfort some people because obviously a lot of people were very, um, so I say traumatized by Luke's exit from The Last Jedi. So. Oh, I love Luke's exit from The Last Jedi. So. I really like it too, but you know, it doesn't change the fact that lots of people are like, no, not Luke. Which you understand yeah. it. Like, I do understand it being upsetting, you know, if he's like your childhood hero and everything. But He has a heroic end. Yes, exactly. It's not that he dies a coward. He dies very bravely. So, yes. Um, oh, and this is obviously forming lots of conjecture about the wording of a press release, which is kind of silly. But, like, I know we were, like, going... When I was reading it, but like the final instalment of the Skywalker saga, it's like, it sounds so final. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what it's always been touted as, right? That they were going to do this final trilogy. Yes, exactly. So... Like, to be honest, I'd kind of admire it if they did really make this like a definitive end. Because that's cutting themselves off from like a very like profitable revenue stream. Which is why I'm so dubious, I think, about it. This is like, are you really going to leave no way for this to be picked up again, like in 10, 20 years? I mean, the only way there would be no way that they could re- like re- continue the Skywalker saga would be if the last Skywalker died without yes. Without any... heirs. Yeah. yeah. So maybe they do that. But um, I would think it more likely that this gets a n- narrative ending. It feels like an ending. And then they kind of decide what they want to do later on. Yeah, that makes sense. Please be happy. Please be happy. Please be happy. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not letting myself think about that too much right now. <laughs> like just I said, just enjoying just... it. We're yeah. along for the ride. Definitely. There's just lots of emotion right now, okay? So mm-hmm. it's all still like percolating in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I am so hyped for this. It's absolutely wild. Um, well, it's not that wild. We knew that there was going to be a press release. <laughs> I'm kind of acting like um, what would be actually wild. Like Angelica Houston joins Star Wars as the high priestess of the Sith. That would or be wild. Or if they said Harrison Ford's going to be in it. Yeah, we should like make our own like ludicrous Star Wars rumours and like start a YouTube channel with them. That would be funny. <laughs> I mean, the Carrie Fisher news is a surprise. Yeah, that's true. I wasn't expecting that. I mean, it makes sense given that, of course, they would have this extra footage. Mm. But they've obviously looked at what they have very carefully and figured out a way to tailor it that you know makes sense. But yeah, still, she's gonna, you know she's going to be wearing her Force Awakens outfit. Presumably, she's going to have that different hairstyle. Mm. It's just it's going to feel different. Um, yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the things I'm thinking about because. Yeah, because of the costuming and because of the setting, 
I'm like, how could they possibly incorporate it into this new film in a way that will feel natural? Like, and not like, oh, we're turning back time. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a challenge that for them to figure out, and I'm sure they have very good plans. Yeah. They've like, obviously decided that they they can work with what they've got. Yeah. And um, I think it's interesting that JJ says we couldn't find a satisfying way to end it because yeah. she is that important. Um, because we'd heard rumours that Trevorrow was having a really hard time rewriting the script after Carrie's death. Yeah. Um, so obviously once JJ came in, they decided they actually couldn't go that way. Yeah. Um, they had to include her in some way. So obviously whatever they've got is important enough to become part of the story and be satisfying on some level. Yeah. I do think that it probably seems like the safest route they could have taken as well, to be honest. Because... I think if they'd gone with the route of recasting, you just know that would generate lots of outrage. Of course, yeah. Yeah, and equally it would have been the same if they'd tried to do like a CG recreation of her. Because like, just, even yeah. like when sh- she was still with us, when Rogue One first came out, and obviously there was that CG version of Leia, so many people were like, oh, it's Uncanny Valley, I don't like it, it's weird. And that effect would be like quadrupled, given the fact that Carrie herself has passed. You know, yeah, it's so creepy. I just don't think it would have worked to have a CG character in a significant role like that. No. Like, you know, we have Tarkin in Rogue One, and obviously we have Leia in a very small role right at the end. But if mm. you're going to have someone over several scenes, and it's a face we all know so well, mm. um, I just, I would, I don't feel like I would have bought it. Yeah. So exactly. this seems like the best choice if they have this footage. Yes. So. And with Peter Cushion, I think because he's been like dead for so long, it's different. Like it doesn't feel raw in the way that Carrie does still. Yeah, I'm still not a fan of it personally, but I know that other people were very impressed by it. I'm impressed by it on a technical level. Yes. Um, but it just doesn't have an emotional resonance. Yeah, no, it's true. And like even with that factor of the distance, people were still saying that like the Peter Cushion recreation was ghoulish so I Mm. think they're sensible to avoid that yeah so we're really going to see Carrie again in another Star Wars film we really are we did not think we would get that's pretty amazing it is amazing yeah and I'm glad that they settled on this solution to be honest it feels the easiest to accept you know so Mm -hmm. I think it was wise yeah so they're going to start filming next week Yep, exactly. (laughs) You're still here, Kirsty. You're still in the UK. There's still time to stake out Pinewood. Hey, yeah, we could we could go. We could check it out. Yeah, (laughs) we totally should. Road trip, road trip. (laughs) Maybe if we get info on like other filming locations in the next few days. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I I don't think we're going to get anywhere near Pinewood. (laughs) No. Well, people managed it at Long Cross last time. Remember. They did, but I think Long Cross is like in the arse end of nowhere, and I don't, yeah. I don't think anyone was monitoring it, which was a mistake. And we're not ballsy enough to do that. No, we're really not. I'm, I'm amazed that people have the nerve to do that and post them online. Yeah. No, we're both quite timid people, despite the fact that we do a podcast. We're law-abiding citizens. Yes, this is true. Isn't that the name of a Gerald Butler film? I don't know. <laughs>
yeah, just one final thing I wanted to add was about John Williams and it being great to see that he's um, on board as well for the movie. So I know he always said that he wanted to do like the whole thing and that he loves Daisy and that he wants to compose for Ray, all that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So I'm really glad that he's going to be able to fulfill that ambition and it just feels so right. Like it's for the Skywalker saga, having anyone apart from John Williams. It's just like, as long as he's on this earth, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've both been impressed by the scores for the standalone film so far Mm. but it just feels right to have him complete the skywalker saga like this exactly and christy's gonna be very happy yes (laughs) we'll have to have her back soon to talk about it exactly (laughs) predictions (laughs) score predictions (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness see any final thoughts um no i don't think so i mean presumably now they're gonna start filming we'll be getting some more news so yeah Official or otherwise, we will be discussing it all. Exactly. Behind a spoiler warning, if necessary. But this is where the fun begins. Exactly. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) We're finally in episode nine territory. It's a good feeling. Right. So thank you for listening to this impromptu podcast. I'm Rachel and you can find me at Journal of the Stars on WordPress and at Stars Nonsense on Tumblr. Where can people find you, Kirsty? I'm Bastila Bay on Tumblr and Scavengers Horde on Twitter. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, bye! Bye!